Welcome back to Personal Foul. I'm your host Tyler Andrews and today we'll be discussing whether or not college athletes should be paid. Some people think that paying college athletes will ruin the culture and atmosphere of college sports while others think that these college athletes deserve to be paid. Today we'll turn to our expert Adam Simmons on the topic. Well Tyler, I think there's, there's just no question that college athletes are being taken advantage of to some extent, at least at least the ones that are at the top of their game. In fact, we see that the NCAA racks in upwards of $9 billion uh, per year, um, according to uh, Business Insider. They generated a total of $9.15 billion in revenue during the 2015 fiscal year. And just to put that in perspective, a single school, Texas A&M, topped the list with bringing in $192.6 million in revenue. I understand why there's a debate for college athletes being paid, but but that's that's what the pros are for. I believe there 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 might be some steps that can be done to make it a little more fair, but I don't think I don't think that um, college at, college athletics would be the same if if um, if college athletes were paid. Those are some crazy stats, and I totally agree with you on that. That the atmosphere will totally change. Uh, but on the other hand, we have our expert from Duke University, Jonathan Ias. Uh, he's, he'll be calling in here, and we'll hear what he has to say. Jonathan, how's it going? Oh, I'm great, Tyler. Thank you. you know, college athletes are taken severe advantage of by the NCAA. In the month of March alone, the NCAA brought in over $1 billion, and the athletes who earned this money saw none of that. The athletes receive scholarships from the colleges, but the NCAA does not help out with any sort of compensation for the players and their hard work. 98% of college athletes will never receive payment for their hard work. So if college athletes are paid, if you pay one of them, you're going to have to pay them all. So how's that going to work if... And that's going to span with all of our amendments and everything, Title Title IX and everything. If you pay a football player at Alabama, you're probably going to have to pay uh, an underwater basket weaver or a water polo player at some mid-major D1 school. How, how is that going to work? Well, as you said earlier, the NCAA brings in over $9 billion um, per year, and I think this is more than enough to pay all Division One athletes of any sports. See, I, I disagree with you there because I feel like the schools are going to want to commit the most money to the, to, the, to the sports that are generating the most money. So then you're going to see college, college sports just being torn down because you're paying college athletes. You're going to see schools cutting, cutting the softball team, cutting the baseball team, cutting all those other sports that people still get scholarships and get their education and love and enjoy and they're happy with their scholarship they're happy with with coming away with a free education you're gonna see those sports and those opportunities uh, being taken away from these athletes because money is all that's in the mind of the of the people at the top and now of the athletes that feel entitled to it and I think it's just gonna tear down college sports and and nothing's ever gonna be the same we're just gonna see another professional league that's going to try to rival the NFL, which hasn't worked. That's not going to work. 
that's going to try to rival the NBA. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't think they will try to rival them because they're, that is the ultimate goal for these players. So they, why go to the NCAA then? Because they have to. Not anymore. College, college, not anymore. College basketball player. Okay, well, the NCAA is going to have to do something to compete with the G League eventually. They don't have because to do I, anything if they don't pay their athletes. They don't have to. They could keep it how it is I'm right saying, now. I'm and saying it's fine. they're going to have to pay their athletes if they want to compete with the G League. Because if the college athletes really desire as much pay as I think they do, they will go to the G League and make this money. And in college football, you have to be in college for three years. You can't go straight but, to the NFL. But who's going to the G League? What players are going to go to the G League? The top players. The top players. So then you still have college sports. The top players. That's two percent that go to the pros after college. So that's. 2% of college athletes that are going to go to the G League, and you're still going to have 98% making up college sports, so you're going to be just fine. Well, I believe that um, that number could expand a little bit as the G League expands, because every single year you're seeing more teams acquire a G League, and, or G League team, and they want to use this as a minor league system to develop their players, and I believe that... Um, more player, more college players will be able to enter the G League as a development league, and then um, in hopes that they will make it to the NBA. I don't think everybody's going to take that risk because still you're only seeing two percent make it to the pros, and that's two percent of Division One athletes. Yeah, but those are the that two percent is the one raking in the money for the NCAA. So yeah, NCAA is still going to rake in money no matter what. Not as much as they would with the you've big names. You've got loyal fans. You've got alumni that went to these schools that are going to watch and come right. to college football games. It's a huge spectacle. You've got advertising opportunities. All right, but the point is, is the NCAA is taking advantage of these players. The, the, the Big Ten commissioner, uh, I believe two years ago, at the end of the year, received a nearly $20 million bonus. And he is a man in a suit that... I, I, I won't say he's not a hard-working man, but I'm saying that the players put in a lot of work as well. I'm not arguing that it's fair in, 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 any, in any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think paying college athletes a flat rate, paying every college athlete is, is fair. I think if you're going to pay college athletes or you're going to have them compensate some way, the only plausible way to do it, to keep college sports intact, is to allow college athletes to make money off of their own name. That way, that way, it's in their own hands, and like for for example, they could have sponsorship deals, and so on. So then you're getting those players that are making the money, so to speak, for the organizations can make money on on their own off their own name. Maybe maybe compensate for some of their jersey sales that has their name on it, or have sponsorship deals, and they can do that outside of the organization, and they can get money. I think the amateur status is. Is the problem. Well, um, if you if these top names make money off of their jersey sales, wouldn't the uh, lower level players become like gel- envious of the money that the play- the top players are making, and they want some money for themselves? I think those lower level players, if they're not going to the NBA, they're happy to get their college education. Well, because what are they not- gonna? They're not just gonna. If they don't make it to the NBA, they're not just going to go play in the YMCA for the rest of their life and not get a job. They're going to have to find something else to do, and they can use their degree, which they earn through basketball. Well, not all players that that, um, do not make it to the professional level 
planned ahead for a different career. Like, there are many players that relied on the dream of going to the NBA or the NFL as their, like, main driving... Like, it was their main driving force growing up. And yeah, they, now they look what they got out career. of it. They got a degree, so they can go do whatever they want. Yeah, but they didn't worry about a degree. They, they well, took they got the one. easy classes. They took the easy classes that big big schools or some big schools set up just so then they can pass them they don't they're not made to teach much they're just made so then they they can pass and they're not learning much they have a college degree but what did they learn in college but he's paying college athletes in my scenario in the future <laughs> but the future. they're making money off of their name <laughs> that's the only fair way only fair opinion. way, but then it's not going to seem fair to the people that don't get as much recognition. Well, then the only people, that's the only people selling jerseys are going to be like the top players that go to Kentucky and, and those Duke. are the people worried about getting paid. Those are the people that will get paid in the future, and then these other people that won't get paid from their jersey sales will never receive a dime. They receive a degree. <laughs> okay, that if they're not going to the NBA, a degree should be good enough. And I, think some, we've had, I think we've had enough conversation. All right, folks. And the folks can decide for themselves. Yeah, which let side us know what choose. you guys think. You've heard both sides of the argument from Jonathan Ayas and Adam Simmons. Uh, that'll conclude our episode today. Thank you for listening.